This is the Medical Minutes Podcast on the All Indiana Podcast Network, your source for the latest news, updates, information, and more from the world of health and medicine. Now, here's Wish TV's medical reporter, Dr. Mary Gillis. From Wish TV, I'm medical reporter Dr. Mary Gillis, and this is Medical Minutes on the All Indiana Podcast Network. According to the American Cancer Society, lung cancer is the number one cause of all cancer deaths. More people die of lung cancer than of colon, breast, and prostate cancers combined. I spoke with Mackenzie Church, executive director of End Lung Cancer Now, an initiative of Indiana University Melvin and Bren Simon Comprehensive Cancer Center, who explained why early detection is key. Our conversation is next. Mackenzie Church, Executive Director of End Lung Cancer. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am so excited to be talking about this because people need to know. So Mackenzie, first question for you is 7% of people eligible for lung cancer or lung screenings get scanned when lung cancer is the most commonly diagnosed cancer in Indiana. Am I correct on that? Yes, it's also the number one cancer killer. Yeah. What is what is your reaction to this first in Indiana and then second in the U.S.? I think um, my initial reaction is, of course, this needs to change. Um, the screening early diagnosis is the best way to reduce mortality significantly. Um, lung cancer screenings can save thousands of lives. And so we have a lot of work to do to increase this. Um, it's kind of shocking, I think, too, is another initial reaction for me uh, when comparing these lung screening rates to other preventative uh, screenings like mammography or colonoscopies, where 70 to 75 percent of eligible people participate in those screening programs. And then when you talk about 7 percent for lung screenings, um, it's just kind of shocking um, and very apparent that there's a lot of work to be done to improve those rates. Well, you talk about early screening, and of course, we know the earlier detection, the better the outcome. Why does this spread so rapidly? I mean, part of the reason is, I imagine, of course, we're, we're not getting in to our doctor, but do you, can you speak to why this spreads so quickly? I, I don't even know if it's because it spread so quickly. I think because um, people aren't participating in screening programs, by the time it's caught a lot of lung cancer, uh, there is no symptoms. Um, and then by the time you are having symptoms and then you do go to the doctor, um, it's late. So there's a lot of late stage diagnosis. And so improving these screening rates really will get that early stage diagnosis. Um, and then that's how the mortality rates can be improved because it's earlier intervention. So it's sort of a sleeper, sleeper cancer. Yeah. Take me through best case scenario with early detection through the worst case scenario when when it's when it's too late. So lung transplants, oxygen support, death. So also best case scenario first, and then we'll go to worst case scenario without an early screening. Yeah, I think for me personally, I can't speak really to the clinical side of worst case and best case scenario. I think that's probably more of a question for Dr. Nasser Hanna, uh, who serves on our medical oncology team. Um, I can't really speak comfortably or confidently to those clinical uh, scenarios there. I will be absolutely excited to speak with her about that. That okay. message needs to get out there too. And thank you for being so candid yeah. about that. Yeah. Why, why are people less likely to receive treatment? What groups, what are the barriers? I mean, is it not being aware, not understanding? Is it healthcare costs? 
Yeah, I think um, lack of awareness is the one of the largest components to this and um, the high stigma around lung cancer. Um, sometimes, and what we've often seen, I think uh, people, especially if they're a past smoker or a current smoker, there's this stigma that, well, I deserve it or that person deserves it because they were smoking. And so I think the stigma creates this issue with lack of awareness because we don't talk about it as much. And so In Lung Cancer Now exists to help with that. Uh, One of our mission pillars is to support patients and survivors, uh, but also to raise awareness around um, eliminating tobacco use, um, increasing participation in research, and then of course improving these early screenings. And so this education and advocacy work within the communities, but I think also within the health systems and primary care, um, raising that awareness, improving that education, um, and driving that advocacy work for people to start talking about this and start talking about uh, these screenings um, and assistance with tobacco cessation and treatment as well, because people don't like to admit or feel embarrassed. And so I think it's the awareness and the stigma that really um, prohibits people from early diagnosis or treatment um, and just being willing to talk about it. And Mackenzie, I want to go back to what you said about stigma. So it's not only stigma against the or for the person who is seeking treatment, but stigma of the public saying, "Okay, you deserve that." Um, all right, can we can we talk about both uh, just just again, and how, yeah. how unfortunate that it that is. Um, yeah, and it might be a strong statement, I think, and not everyone feels that way, of ju- course. Maybe, but... maybe, maybe judgment, let's say, a yeah. little bit of judgment. Yeah, yeah, and um, we've, In Lung Cancer Now has had, uh, I'll use these exam- this as an example, but we had a booth at both the Indiana Black Expo Health Fair and at the Indiana Latino Expo Health Fairs, and people get kind of nervous to talk about, um, especially with the smoking, um, and they feel a little embarrassed and it's kind of hard for them to ask for help, or sometimes they're not ready to quit and that's okay. Uh, we also are here to support them if they aren't ready to quit, uh, to get those screenings. But I think, um, it is just very stigmatized. People are embarrassed for themselves, um, or just nervous to even, and say, I have lung cancer, especially for people who have never smoked. I've heard that story as well. They were diagnosed, but afraid to share it because they're afraid that they will automatically um, kind of be pegged as a former smoker or a current smoker. And that's just not the case. And so I think that's a big piece of it is just us being here. There is a community, there is support. Um, there are people here for you. No one deserves cancer regardless. Um, and so that's a huge piece of it. No one deserves cancer regardless. Yeah. No Love one that. Love that. Um, and, you know, I want to just circle back again. So, so again, we talk about raising awareness. I just want to be clear, raising awareness, maybe understanding what uh, best case scenario, worst case scenario, what lungs, lung screening does for a person um, being to a point where maybe you want to quit and, uh, just need the resources. So I just want, I mean, 
just, I'm just, I'm kind of just thinking out loud with you. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so I can kind of explain what Inland Cancer Now is doing to kind of support all of those um, and kind of bring this all together. Um, and so there are a lot of great organizations, both locally and nationally, that are there as a resource and have wonderful information, uh, but it's kind of hard to find. And so Inland Cancer Now we exist really to serve as this central hub of information and the one place to go um, about eliminating tobacco use. So do you need help quitting? Um, and then providing resources like the tobacco quit line um, for people to access and to call to get those support services that they need. And then in terms of screening, how can we kind of be out in the communities talking about screening eligibility? Because I think most people don't even know what that eligibility is. Um, and it's if you are fit between 50 to 80 years of age, um, currently smoke or have quit smoking within the last 15 years and have a 20 pack year history, which I think is a little confusing if you don't really know what that means. So, for example, if you've smoked a pack a day for the past 20 years. The, and you're between 50 and 80, and even if you've quit, but you've only quit within the last 15 years, you would be eligible for a screening CT. So just talking through those things, helping people understand if they're eligible. There's a lot of great online resources to take like a quick quiz or answer a few questions, and it will let you know if you're eligible and just directing people um, to their primary care provider, I think, to have that conversation um, and get referred to a screening program and then also letting people know where they can schedule their own screening CT through self-referral. So um, that's another thing. And then supporting these patients and survivors and their family members, again, to reduce that stigma. There is a community here to support them, um, serving as that kind of hub. And then, of course, clinical research. Um, all advances in treatment for all cancers come from research, but less than 5% of eligible patients participate. Um, and so there are some barriers there and some myths to kind of um, bust, I think, especially when we're talking about minority populations, um, just to build that trust um, in that research so that we can continue to improve treatments. Mackenzie, when, some come, when, when uh, someone who wants to quit and comes with the courage to end lung cancer now, and they come to you and they come to the uh, the facility, what can they expect? What are, what are the calming words and the supportive words yeah. in a language that you and your team will tell them? Yeah, um, we would tell them that we are proud of them and we are here to support them and there's no shame. And also too, if the first time you're trying to quit fails, that's fine. Um, it often takes multiple tries at this. So we are here every step of the way. Um, the cancer center is building a program. I think, uh, just with some tobacco treatment specialists, I know in the clinic, uh, for people who have already been diagnosed with cancer in our multi D clinic, um, there is a specialist there that will meet with um, patients who is fully trained in this work to help guide them. So it's not just referring them to the tobacco quit line uh, for the state of Indiana, but the tobacco quit line is also a very great resource that we have people start with. Um, and then of course, if they are a patient at Simon, they would have the opportunity to have that resource there with the tobacco treatment specialist. And talk to me, you have an event coming up. 
the yes, end lung do. cancer now event. Talk to me about that. Yeah, so that's on this Friday, November 4th. Uh, November is Lung Cancer Awareness Month. So we it's our second year. The first year was virtual, but this year um, it'll be our first time in person. Um, we've invited some guest speakers who are really leaders in other programs in different states from Kentucky, New York, Tennessee. Um, they're really leading I think the nation and their screening programs. And so screening CT awareness is really the focus of our event on Friday. And we're really just gonna dive into what we can do um, as a team to save lives. Um, and in terms of, I think back to that awareness piece of screening CTs, um, focusing on three key areas um, for improvement, which is primary care provider education and engagement. We need to engage them, educate them, provide them the resources so that they can help guide their patients uh, to screening programs. We'll be talking about systems-based changes that are needed. Can we add screening CTs to quality measures? Can we make sure that the um, electronic medical records are accurately tracking um, smoking history? Because that's a that's a challenge as well. And then just community education and advocacy, really focusing on educating and empowering everyone there to become their own advocate, to help their family or friends become their own advocates. What questions can they ask? Uh, where can they find more information? Because we know that um, community advocacy work is where the change comes from, really, and voices in the community are the most powerful uh, to create that pressure to create some change. So just I want to make sure I understand. So this is something for uh, healthcare pe uh, people who want to help and want to end, yeah. uh, of course, and lung cancer to be able to establish the best practices that we need to do moving forward, whether it's early screening, whether it's different types of treatment, whether it's what happened needs to happen in public policy. So this is what the event is out is 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 about. Absolutely. Uh, we have some um, systems leaders coming from IU Health. Uh, we have some representatives from the State Department of Health, Marion County Public Health Department. Um, the, that's the target audience. It's providers. It's community leaders. It's people, individuals in the community that are interested in driving this work. Uh, yeah, anyone interested in joining us to in lung cancer? Well, Mackenzie... Anything else you'd like to add that I missed in our conversation? I don't think so. I think we covered it. Thank you. Well, you know, it was such a pleasure. Mackenzie Church, Executive Director and Lung Cancer Now, and right, the underscore now. Yes, now. <laughs> we'll, ta we'll take time. I get it. Uh, but thank you so much for all this work. Really thank appreciate you. it. Thank you. This has been Medical Minutes from Wish TV. I'm medical reporter Dr. Mary Gillis. Be sure to follow and subscribe to this podcast and check out new updates every week. You can also learn more at wishtv.com and when you follow Wish TV on Facebook. This is the Medical Minutes podcast with Wish TV's Dr. Mary Gillis. Be informed and stay connected for the latest news and information when you like, subscribe, and follow this podcast and discover even more from the All Indiana Podcast Network now at allindianapodcast.com.